Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to show number two, bitches. How are my interns doing? I'm sorry. Okay. I'm monitoring the situation. Okay. Hello. I meant to say bitches and bastards. I apologize. Hello, how is everyone doing? This is very much the second show of our Christmas spectacular. I stole that from the Rockettes. Guys, what is drunk women solving crime? This is where eggnog meets egging. <laughs> Yay! This is where Baileys meets bailiffs. <gasps> Similar. Right. Similar. It's well, Christmas-y. we're all award-nominated writers now, aren't we? Oh! <laughs> this is, if you didn't know, we, we wrote a sketch called wrote Menopause sketch. sketch, and it, today it got nominated for a Writers Guild Award. Writers Guild Award! And when Taylor says, now we're all award nominated, <laughs> what she means is Some I've won an Emmy and <laughs> these guys haven't. <laughs> and uh, I'm not presenting this show, so um, cheers. And where slow gin fizz <laughs> meets slow gym fraud. That's where you slowly defraud your gym. <laughs> Three years of these fucking things, guys. It's a true crime podcast with a twist online. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think without further ado, I would like to introduce our fantastic guest for this episode. It is the comedian, writer, and actor, Eleanor Morton. Yay! Eleanor! 
<laughs> We've got to open that one now. That's empty. Eleanor, hello. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was just waiting to be given seamless. booze. Sorry. Eleanor, welcome. Yeah. How are you? Hi, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's absolutely our yeah. pleasure. <laughs> well, do you know what I'm? Yay! Now it's a party. I'm always cognizant in the second show if I'm uh, hosting the second show that I don't have the benefit of hiding behind the table. So I'm doing that sort of like, good suck thing. <laughs> but nobody's filming this, right? So we're just going <laughs> to... Oh, so nice. So nice. I know any shape is sexy. It's 2021. Okay. <laughs> Eleanor, we always start the podcast with one question, and that is to ask, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Did you used to start by asking people who committed crimes and you found people didn't tell you, so you had to <laughs> swap it round? What's, what's interesting is that we've been asking that question for three years, but some people insist on saying when they've committed yeah. a crime, and then our producer, you can feel her spontaneously <laughs> combust I have eaten, in the background. I have eaten grapes, uh, you know, in the supermarket before your mum puts them through. Oh. Yeah. I'm um, sorry, I'm going to have to leave. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I used to do that with Cadbury's cream eggs. Well, that... Whoa! That's a step wow. up, isn't it? Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, and I used to rob banks. Like, fucking hell, you Casey. just go around the supermarket eating things and then, and then tell them at the end what you had, like a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I have... Like a Yo Sushi counting all the... <laughs> Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a, a cheaper use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I have. I think I'm okay. not sure. I think I've been a victim of a crime. I'm not okay. sure if it's a crime. Ooh. And I don't think I should tell you what kind of crime it is until the end. Otherwise, it'll sort of spoil what it is. Fair it's enough. Like, it's nothing like super traumatizing. So don't like. It's fine. Um, but when I was starting comedy when I was 19, same age as Felicity when she had a crime. So, um, so ah. I feel like that's a good age for to be susceptible yeah. to. Shit. Um, uh, I started in Scotland and I um, was asking people on this forum, you know, like, hi, I'm new to comedy. Can anyone give me some advice? Which seems like a terrible idea. In that <laughs> but this, this guy was like, yeah, hey, here's some cool gigs. And, and that was nice, very nice of him. And I did know him. Like, I'd seen him at gigs and stuff. And uh, he was really helpful. And then he introduced me to... Uh, <laughs> and that's the end of the... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice story. And then he introduced me to a couple of promoters. He was like, there's actually a promoter like near your uni that you know would love to have you on. There's another one down in Manchester if you want to start travelling for gigs. So okay. I got in touch with these guys. They were offering me, you know, gigs that were a bit big for my like uh, stage, but I, I felt, you know, I felt fun to be asked. It was nice to be asked. Yes, you know, lean in, yeah, bitch. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Is that what the book's called? <laughs> yes. Lean in, bit. <laughs> but then, like, all the both promoters, one was, like, quite a well-spoken guy, one was quite, like, more like a bit of a geezer. Uh, like, these were just emails, but, you know, that was, like, the way they typed. Um, <laughs> Posh font. Yeah. <laughs> all in like, calibri. Like, all right, Gil. <laughs> Comic sans. Um, <laughs> but they would always, let's call the guy Andy, they would uh -oh. always be like, how's Andy, by the way? I heard he's doing really well, or... Shame about what happened to oh. Andy and this thing that happened to him. Or heard Andy's going to do a charity marathon. He's such a great guy. And I'd always be like, yeah, but <laughs> about the gig. Um, <laughs> 
And I never got to do any of these gigs because they would always be rearranged in some way. Oh, They'd never wow. quite happen. And it got to the point where they would call me about them and they would hang up on me. And then they would be like... Um, oh, wow. And then Andy would message like, sounds like these, uh, you're not being... Uh, uh, these promoters aren't really um, appreciating you're being a bit flaky. I've heard, and that's that's a bit of a shame. And, oh. and um and then it just got really stressful, and I got to a point where I was like, I think these two men are made up. <gasps> oh. oh my god! I think these two men are this uh, are this man catfishing me as two separate <gasps> pretend oh. promoters. I don't know to what end, because he always was super awkward in real life and would run away when I said hi. And the big war was cancelled, so I don't really know what the, the end game was. Um, and then I got a friend of mine who I don't think I can name for legal reasons, but she is now a famous Scottish comedian, and she was always Scottish, but she's now famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, because I thought, she's mad, she won't think this is mad. Um, do, I think maybe this is happening. And so sh she emailed this guy, <gasps> was like, hey, can I get some gigs? Um, one of the promoters, nice. and he was like, oh, unfortunately your material isn't clean enough for our gigs, sorry. Um, oh wow! So she, uh, so she just emailed going, "That's okay, Andy." Never heard from him again. <gasps> oh yeah. wow! So once he was busted, he just vanished. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> he doesn't do comedy anymore. Oh um, my god! At all? Catfish this Inception. Is That's wow. like, is that a crime though? It should be. Yes. Is it? Yeah. It's yeah. Fraud. Yeah, that feels fraudulent. <laughs> Oh mm. my god! You know you sound like an expert when you put a question mark on the end of. That's fraud. That's, <laughs> that's it's it's vocal fry fraud. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But also, I think the giveaway in a way was the fact that you could sort of tell that they were different characters from the way they typed. Yeah, he put a lot of effort into making sure, like, this guy is very well spoken, and this yes. guy's like, "Hey, just have a gig." Hello, oh, me yeah. old China. Yeah. Apples and peas. Have a gig, me old mucker. Yeah, yeah, and he even um, the, but but the the fancier one, um, he was you know they always have like sent from my iPhone at the bottom of it. Yeah, and they'd miss he'd misspelt that. So, <laughs> oh my yeah. god, which part? <laughs> sent from my phone. <laughs> But you know when you're just for legal reasons. <laughs> you know when you're a 19 year old girl and you're like, well, obviously. I must be the one who's in the wrong here. <laughs> it couldn't be <laughs> that a 30-year-old man is of spending course. all his time pretending to be right. two separate fake people yeah. just to wind up a university <gasps> student who's doing five-minute open mics. That would be insane. So I must be insane, but I wasn't. No. <laughs> well, I am, but not. not no, that is an elaborate ruse. Yeah, yeah, it was really stressful. When's the last time anyone was in touch with these characters? Um... Probably then, like 10 years ago. But the last I heard this guy... Get out your oofos. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make some I'll give you uh, Yeah, I'll hand out the address afterwards, everyone. We can, uh, <laughs> we can all spam See if anyone in. wants a gig. Oh, my God. Well, oh as you shit. may know, we always ask, um, what would you say to the perpetrator if you had them here? <sighs> Sorry, you're not doing as well as me. Ah! <laughs> nice. Do you know what? I write that in my Christmas cards. So that's really <laughs> lovely. No, that's really nice. Oh, I'm not doing great, guys. <laughs> For the listeners, I mean, Hannah they're, they're has just spilled. pouring water than you. I hope so. nobody wanted any water. 
I mean, um, we know your cup runneth over. Jesus. Cheers, guys. <laughs> we always say the person who hosted the first show is the most drunk in the second show. And <laughs> Hannah has proved that time and time again. <laughs> Oh it was God. me. I am Andy. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Why did you do it? <laughs> just, I really liked you. Oh, my friend. Thank um, you. And that is never an excuse. And he is creepy, and we hate him. But, but no, I, this is the thing as well. It's like, go sorry, go on. On. no, no, go on. You female. <laughs> but like, yeah, I started in comedy when I was 19 as well. And the thing is, yeah, you don't realise how many skeezers are mm. out there. How many? And you're just like, oh, I'll trust this this man. Well, you just you give everyone the benefit of the doubt up, you do. up to a point. But also, just that this guy is like I know if my fake characters big me up she's bound to <laughs> fall oh you should have heard me. they were saying stuff that I assume was true because I didn't know enough about comedy they were saying Andy just got a Radio 4 show Andy's <gasps> doing a hundred mile jog around Scotland oh Andy's um, oh, wow. family have all died in various different car crashes Oh my, he tried everything. I mean, under the now I'm turned on. <laughs> um, this is a, he literally tried every single possible yeah, thing. Yeah. And what's so funny, like, with, oh, I don't know, like, it's just, like, especially if you're, like, new to comedy and you're not, like, obviously, you know, like, everyone in comedy is like, well, I guess we want to get a radio show and then we want to get this show and then everyone's got their own, like, trajectory or whatever. But, like, to, <laughs> to, to be boasting about stuff that you maybe don't necessarily completely know about yet. Yeah. It's like, like, my, sorry, tangent, and we haven't got time. Go but on. my mum has this friend who suddenly, like, got really into, like, designer clothes at some point. And, like, my mum doesn't know anything about that. So, like, this woman would turn up and be like, oh, it's Ralph Lauren or whatever. And my mum would be like, is that good? I <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that is. Like, my mum Who's Ralph and why are you wearing his clothes? Yeah, give that, give that back. So it's just, like, he's, like, so elaborate. And you're like, what the fuck? I just want a gig. Like, Inc it's insane. Oh, there's not enough time for it. Maybe I'll do, like, a six-part true crime podcast <laughs> I mean you, need, you, you definitely need to do something with it it's unbelievable because I guess you've still got all the emails I like. do and I've still got my friends responses and they are so funny oh <laughs> and God. I can't share them oh, oh my God. no release the emails release the emails <laughs> release the emails <laughs> And also, that's fantastic about your mother's friend. I love the idea of somebody like <laughs> not validating, like no one there <laughs> to validate your <laughs> shit. And that's my career in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> one day. <laughs> Guys, are we ready for some true crime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that that wasn't true. Every time we say that, I always feel like, are you ready for something <laughs> real? No, that's we're calling not the what guest we mean. a liar. No, what we mean. <laughs> Guys, today's case, tonight's case, the case, the case that I've done. <laughs> Second episode. Thank you, everyone who hasn't Thank seen you. us before, because. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be sitting there going, what oh, the wait, hell what is this? Wow. But you're very okay. welcome, and thanks for coming. <laughs> I thought it would be like Murder, She Wrote. This is awful. <laughs> okay, this is about someone called John Romulus Brinkley. John was born in 1885 in the mountains of North Carolina. His father, you guys are so sweet. You're like, oh, <laughs> mountains. I want Appalachian. Appalachian? Is it Appalachian? No. Appalachian? Did you say Ap Appalachian? Thank you. <laughs> Have they we got Appalachians know. in? They always know. Oh my God, hi. 
hi. <laughs> we probably know some people. I'm from Western PA, baby. Steel tip. You were very anyway, quiet when we were talking about the Americans coming in in the Second World War. <laughs> you were like, oh, no, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> but thank you. You're very welcome. But they don't count. That's not Appalachia. Yeah. Really? Oh, you were mm. right. Okay. What? Were you right? <laughs> what? We could do this all night long. <laughs> no, I'm not questioning you. I'm talking about this dude. Anyway. Okay, okay. so Robert... Uh, the mountains. I never knew the first sentence was going to lead to 20 minutes of bands. Okay, so John was born in 1885 in the mountains of North Carolina. His father had served as a medic in the Confederate States Army. That's the bad one. During the Civil War, <laughs> and the family fell into poverty because the pesky North won... A smash cut to their descendants storming the Capitol building. <laughs> John's father married more than once and outlived each of his wives. So your first question is this. How many wives did John's father have? Oh, <laughs> that's five, five, six, eight. Oh, my five, God. Five, six, seven, eight. My booth skin baby <laughs> is driving me crazy. My obsession. <laughs> The dance floor days, my Romeo, Romeo. <laughs> I'm into talking to make your mind gonna get in line. Five, six, seven, eight. Right. Thank you, thank you. What? Well, this is this has never felt more like an office Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> and the lecturer's boss is right here. Oh, so, that was um, like a pop music orgasm. <laughs> Sorry, so they had lots of. What, what were you thinking? Wives. I'm going to say 32. 30? Like, go really high. high. All right. So you never know. Okay, wow. Well, right. That is the top end There's of the price. Somebody, right. Yeah, that is the top end of the price. Right. That's good. Um, <laughs> well, now the audience were going for five or six. Well, no, we, then we know okay. what happened. Yeah, don't say that! Let's start again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to go six. Okay. Do you know what? I absolutely love that you've gone for 32. So just to, just to, just to fuck with it, I'm going to go for 31. <laughs> I might be closer. I'm Hannah not. is correct. No, she's not. <laughs> well done, Katie. Is what did you say? Six. Yes, six. closest. It was five. Ooh. I mean, five. I thought that would That's excite the audience, no. but apparently we're just aiming really high. Yeah, um, it's nearly a Henry VIII. They were all yeah. they were all younger than he was as well. I know that's what well, this is. Is this the crime? Is he killing these mm. hot young? No, things? no, no. This is just this dude's father. I'm just like sprinkling a little atmosphere. <laughs> two died, two died of pneumonia. One died of TB, and two died of complications related to childbirth. But it's basically the musical Six, but with hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Birth TB. Oh right. Died. <laughs> Pneumonia, TB, that's five. <laughs> John. John attended a one-room log cabin school, which lasted just three to four months of the year, and that was good enough for President Bush. <laughs> he worked the rest of the year. What a dated fucking... <laughs> like, he's almost dead. And I'm like, ah, oh, what about Bush, huh? We've had so many... Eh. Well, Tony Blair's a war criminal, isn't he? <laughs> And this is why I shouldn't improvise. Um, so he learned to use a telegraph, but that was not his dream job. Ladies, what was John's dream job? All right, so he's descended from Confederate losers. Well, a medic, but yes. <laughs> so his dream job is chat loads about statues. <laughs> Is that a job? 
you can make that a job. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've killed. I've killed it. <laughs> Zookeeper for boring animals. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, like, stuff you could just, like, see anyway. Like yeah. Squirrels, cats, Do dogs. Cats. Yeah. Do you want to see the hamsters? Yeah. <laughs> oh I mean, that's twenty four ninety nine if you have three children or that more. Would, that would still be popular with kids. <laughs> Every, you, you must have all been to... There's a couple of shit zoos near where I'm from in, in Scotland. Not, and they have the dogs in them. Um, <laughs> they just they just got crows, pigeons... <laughs> Like we have some really good zoos as well, the best the best zoos. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I went Trump on Scotland zoos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the best zoos. Oh um, everybody says they're the best zoos. People come around and they're like, "Those say, are the best they zoos." Say, Scotland yeah, zoos are not the best zoos. But they are the best that zoos. <laughs> anyway, that's I think that's what we did. I mean, wanted to do, wanted to. <laughs> that was the most amazing thing I've ever... You tossed your hair back when you said that. It yeah. was great. We have the best zoos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've all been to a shit zoo. <laughs> Do I, I think, go big or go home, and I think that potentially... Did he want to be the... Uh, I was about to say the Prime Minister of the United States. What is it? <laughs> president. Pres <laughs> fucking hell. The pres I think he wanted to be George the president. George Bush is it right now. <laughs> Topical <laughs> comedy. <laughs> The President of the United States. I think that might be the job he wants. Oh, wow. Okay. Katie? I'm changing my mind to, to DJ. Okay. <laughs> Cover all areas. Culture, nature, <laughs> yeah. politics. Yours starts with a D, so I'm going to give it to you, Katie. He wanted to be a doctor. Uh, oh. John gets married at age 21 to a woman called Sally and enrolls at Bennett Medical College in Chicago where he and Sally settle down and start having kids. Was Bennett Medical College a good medical school? Um, did he get his qualifications through 90s-style emails? <laughs> <laughs> like, did, was, the, was the certificate like a PDF <laughs> clip-on art thing that spun around, like, that had mm. the graphic? <laughs> yeah, a little, um, little paperclip saying, it looks like you want a degree. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need help with that? Because in that case, no. <laughs> I feel like, as well, I feel like it's one of those questions, isn't it? Where it's like, if you've asked, oh, yeah. was it bad? Yeah. You have to ask. So I'm just going to go opposite and go, it's very prestigious. It looks like you want a degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just right in my age range. Um, <clears throat> thank you, Hannah. It was an unaccredited school with very questionable teachings. Yeah. Based on eclectic medicine. So, uh -oh. the guy... John's attending the Sham Medical School, and yeah, he's working too uh, during the day, but can we pause to appreciate how awful the following sentences are from the source that I read? Brinkley worked for Western Union as a telegrapher at night and attended classes during the day. While debts mounted from tuition, the cost of raising a family, and from Sally's self-centered whims. <laughs> Were these whims like stuff like Wait food for, it. for the kids? <laughs> She wanted tampons, didn't she? <laughs> Literally, the next sentence. In 1908, the Brinkleys buried an infant son who had only lived for three days. <sighs> so self-centered. I bet she wanted a coffin as well, the baby. Oh. 
<laughs> Typical woman. <laughs> there so were times she needed the toilet. <laughs> what was that? Oh, so damn. John, I know, it's great. John's building up loads of debts from college. A fake medical degree doesn't come cheap. And his family is suffering as a result, so Sally files for a divorce. Yay. How does John respond? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Divorce lawyers in. <laughs> How does John respond to this? Uh, I think he I think he I think he goes, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so far in the recordings tonight, men being rejected has not been a, yeah. you know, it's it's not it's, been, it's not been they great. Need, they need to cover this in PSHE at schools. <laughs> Genuinely. Get teachers in. And people that care about women and children. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the rest of you, horrible. Actually. <laughs> I, this is what I do. I get drunk and I start taking it out of the audience. So anything I say, d ignore it. You can't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm going to stop talking. Well, like, normally when there's a dude trying to put himself through medical school or lawyer school or something that has a school... <laughs> They'll be, they'll be like the wife or the girlfriend is normally like working loads of like low paid jobs, mm. all these extra shifts, paying to put them through college, mm -hmm. and then they dump them when they've got the degree and stuff. So like oh. it's weird that he's in the situation and not making her work. Um, so, but I'm I, I don't know. I can't work out. Does he? I feel like he'd want to get divorced if it was his idea. But maybe he doesn't want to get divorced because oh my she God, said Katie. it first. Hold that thought. Oh. Oh. He's very even-tempered about it. He kidnaps their daughter and flees to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Sally has to agree to have them back, which is so romantic. <laughs> yeah, that's like a Richard E. Curtis That's film. like renewing your vows. Who's <laughs> Richard E. Curtis? Wait. You've got Richard E. Grant and Richard Curtis next time. <laughs> Wait, I really like one of them, and then the other one I don't. So <laughs> I should probably. You like Richie Grant? Never okay. explain who. Oh, I put an E in there that didn't need to be in there. Welcome to the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> so, after getting them back, John leaves them. Oh. oh. He was probably just confused, though, because when his dad would have problems with his wives, like, they would just die. But that's, oh. very, that's very male, isn't it, to take a woman's idea and pretend it was yours? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost yeah. like she was in a writer's room. Yeah. She was like, what if we got divorced? And he's like, I know. What if we got divorced? <laughs> you know, I did a lot of thinking in Canada, Sally. <laughs> Yeah, that's a shame. What's wrong with you, robust Sally? <laughs> Must be that self-centeredness keeping you alive. Are you eating meals when I'm not looking, Sally? John can't get into any real medical schools in order to get a real license to practice, so what does he do? Um, I don't know, but can I just say, considering that, like, in the 18... Oh, it was, like, early... It's 1905 now. Early 20th century. There's, yeah, all right, so it's not, like, the, the least medical advancements ever but it's not like amazing so imagine like what the terrible version of that is <laughs> i know yeah it's right. not all, it's not good to start with 
And then the budget version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. You have, like, skeptical of germ theory and then just, like, laughing in the face of germs. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been a funnier joke if I had written it first. And that's the thing. What, he can't get into a good medical school. What does he do? What does he do? Oh. Because he needs that license to practice. Yeah, he's going to set up... Oh, does he need a license? That's a ship James Bond film, isn't it? (laughs) License to practice. (laughs) James Bond becomes a fucking dentist. License to dispense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Having read a lot of random stories about weird medical quacks, I think he just pretended he had a license. Yes. That is a very wise answer. He fakes it. Did his wife get a degree? And then he was like, I'm going to do that. Well, he buys one from another sham university called the Kansas City Eclectic Medical University. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is eclectic medicine? Is it like homeopathy but messy? <laughs> what is it? What is that? It's sort of like, I like Kate Bush, but I'm also an anti-vaxxer. Like, it's kind of like... <laughs> So, yeah, with, with a license fresh out of KCEMU, uh, he finally looks legit. What male affliction does John decide to dedicate his life to curing? Drunk women solving crimes. Jude Nicholson, Joy, young Jody, shall run when we're tree hosting you. Jude Nicholson, Joy, young Jody, shall run when we're and you'll and Jude Nicholson. Happy, 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 happy patrons. Happy, 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 happy patrons. All this and more when you sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Happy holidays, everybody. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Well, straight in. Audience went for erectile dysfunction. Like, straight away. Like, woo! Ingrown oh. toenails. Yeah. <laughs> because what other male affliction is there? There's well, the arrogance <laughs> and <laughs> joking. Boldness. Boldness. Yeah. Okay. Oh. My, my dad's nose hair gets very long and he has to <laughs> clip it. And my dad cannot get an erection. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I know, I'm not joking, I'm like, no, you see, you can really get an erection. What I mean to say is I was making a joke and I'm hilarious, but um, I don't know, I, he might, he might not. Good for him, does what he likes at the end of the day. Good for him. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to whoop at that. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. How are your dad's erections? Pretty good. Um, the point is, let's go baldness. It's impotence. Hey. <laughs> You're the real heroes. John, can you guys see my bra? Can you now? <laughs> is this how we get to solve impotence? Do you know, this is a funny thing. You know when you can see your own bra, but you're not sure. My dad's not in. You don't have to do that shit. Yes? <laughs> huh? A little bit. Thank you for being honest. I appreciate that. Hey, oh. <laughs> Is that gay guy in the back? <laughs> no, no. That bra's amazing. He starts charging $25 a pop to inject men's penises with red-colored dye. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I kind of fancy it. He makes a ton of money and then he leaves town before anyone can return with an infection. <laughs> Someone's so into this. Someone's. <laughs> Damn. John out. partners up with another quack called James Crawford and they start traveling from state to state specializing in male virility. John meets the daughter of a local physician on his travels called Minnie Jones. She's 21. She's hot. They get married. Ooh. Even though John is still married to poor Sally. Yep. So Crawford, John, and now many are traveling from town to town treating men for impotence by making their dicks look a little rosier with dye. <laughs> Why not <But> purple dye? <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm so glad someone asked That's that That's a great question. Yeah. I just think if you're going to, you know, you should go the whole way and make <laughs> look like you're really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good question. Why red? It's a good question. I don't think I'd, I'd like, I mean, not that... I thought about it. I don't think I'd like to see a very red penis. It makes you... Yeah. That, that doesn't look good, right? It makes it? you question turn-of-the-century penises, and we've all done that anyway. No, it sort of uh, seems a bit angry, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's not... I don't want no. I don't like no. no. Oh, I like a man with an angry dick. Oh. <laughs> Felix! Merry Christmas. Hi, Mom. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Got nominated for an award today. <laughs> it wasn't for this. <laughs> it was never going to be still. for this. <laughs> it starts to catch up with him because the men aren't feeling very well after this procedure. So the men are arrested. Sally shows up and tells Minnie that John is a bigamist. But Minnie has her doctor dad bail John out of jail and pushes John to divorce Sally, which he does as if it was his idea in the <laughs> first place. Well, that's, 
That's Sally, oh, no. I'm not sure things are working out <laughs> between us. Also, I'm married to a While I'm woman. banging this other chick. <laughs> yeah. So Minnie's dad's a doctor, which is interesting. Minnie's yeah. dad is a doctor. She's married her father. Yeah. Well, she has a little bit. Oh, and does Sally agree to this divorce? She does. Well, that, <laughs> what that, a is, that, is, that is big of her. And that's big of me. Hey! Hey! <laughs> 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 Clip up listeners, Eleanor. Is John, she's John, just like, we need <laughs> you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> John decides to up his game and begins to use purple dye. <laughs> <laughs> he begins performing a <laughs> surgical procedure. Holy to shit. To treat impotence. <laughs> what was that procedure? I'll give you a hint. It involves goats. I kind of oh, don't Mary, know. Mary, oh, Mary oh, Christmas. Sh- you don't have to put your hand up. Just shout it out. Oh, yes, sorry. New detective. <laughs> I, was, I was very precocious at school. Um, <laughs> yes. It, um, goats, do, do goat testicles not have some kind of pretend virilic property? Oh. Okay. I've heard this. Not okay. Ch- okay. Okay. That's all I know. So if I yeah. feed or go or ho- no hormones, was it goat hormones? Ooh. I would stick with your first answer. I'm st- it's glands. It's a gland thing, isn't it? Because they were really thing. into glands in that point. It was a whole gland <laughs> thing where favorite, they were like favorite R and B song. <laughs> it's a gland thing. That was the point oh, in history where oh. they were like, "What if glands is the answer?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The whole gland era. Baby, if you don't like my glands, I'll get some goat glands. I'll do whatever you want with my glands. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, uh, I don't know how to sing. <clears throat> Any other uh, I go- fe- I feel like oh, there's I should have got it wrong. No, I feel like you've kind of nailed it because I think you've kind of nailed it. I mean there's goat no like, why shuffle through other goat theories it's, when um, Eleanor Morton. <laughs> I'm gonna a uh, goat porn. Goat porn. <laughs> oh, the men who stare at goats. That's what that was about. <laughs> they have to watch goats fucking in a field. In case anyone didn't know what you meant by goat porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's goat fucking guys. It's goat fucking. Katie doing porn translation would be fantastic. <laughs> Just like spelling out exactly what's happening on the screen. So they're, they're kissing. Oh no, they're not. <laughs> She's kissing him. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. Oh, it was never going to be a highbrow episode. <laughs> John had become interested in the theory of glandular science. Yeah. Who doesn't at some point? Glad. I told you they were bloody obsessed with glands. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and his theory that the healthiest animals slaughtered were goats. <gasps> so he began implanting goat testes into men's scrotums. No! Can you hear all the men shriveling up right now? Can you hear that? <laughs> like, Can you hear the legs crossing? And Sally said, thank fuck we're divorced! <laughs> oh, my Honestly, God. like, we hear so much stuff. About, like, okay, no, look. But. Look. But. <laughs> like, well, you know, like, women have to take the pill and there's all these side effects and, you know, men aren't really. But, like, fucking hell, this makes up for some of that. <laughs> fucking hell! 
You bright red goat dick. Like, yeah. Good, I want to see more. Bring it back. <laughs> oh, Hannah, it never left. <laughs> it did. No, of course nobody's doing this. Oh, my God. So John opens up a clinic in Kansas. With <laughs> Where else are you going to open up a goat nut <laughs> With six... I we love you, Kansas. <laughs> we have no listeners in Kansas. I mean, if we do, they're going to be angry now. <laughs> no, yeah, we just lost them. So. They haven't been angry yet. <laughs> They are now. Okay, with a uh, 16-room clinic, and he gains the trust of the local community. Wow. How does he do that? <laughs> How do you do that when you're a goat nut doctor? <laughs> How do you make what? the village love you when you, you're you selling know, goat nuts? You don't lead with that. <laughs> did he also sell the, you the don't cheese? You lead with that. <laughs> yeah, what, the goat's cheese? Yeah, did he, oh, he could yeah. have a side produce line? Because actually, yeah. Okay. You can make use of the Just rest milk. of the goats. Yeah. He went all farmer's market like you like the goat's cheese. We got, we got cheese, we got milk, we got... Your wife doesn't look so happy. Balls. Oh We've my. got clans. Clans. That's true, yeah. No, it's hard to get cheese from a male goat. <laughs> Unless he's bought it. Oh, so a, a lady just said, I don't want male goat's cheese. You would have to have cheese. a female, yeah. yeah. Do you know, yeah. I hadn't even... <laughs> I genuinely, I thought that, but then I thought, I think male goats do have milk. I didn't know. So um, I'm glad somebody else made it for themselves, not me. They've got um, so something. I don't think it's milk. It looks like milk. It's not milk. All right. Anything's milk if you want it to be milk. Almonds have milk. Yes. That's such, you know? a, good, so, such a good point. Anything and they don't have udders. So how are they getting the almond milk out? Yeah. I mean... I mean I I think we Oh we, yeah. Sorry, yeah. And I can believe that more than an oat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. I was <laughs> Could you top me up? Sure. Jesus. Okay. How does he gain the trust? Not by yelling at people. That's not how you All right, we got 15 minutes. Oh fuck. Okay, so I does he gain the How do you gain people's trust? Do you This he, is boring. I'll just tell you. He pays fair wages. Yay! good reason well it's a good reason like it almost makes him a good guy like he pays fair wages and he also treats victims of the 1918 flu pandemic which makes him look like a hero and then meanwhile on the side he's like for 750 i can put some goat nuts in you bro <laughs> that's about ten thousand pounds in today's money <gasps> for the goat nuts for the goat nuts <gasps> but you get two it's oh, okay <laughs> does it work it's kind of like um, a reverse Brazilian butt lift. They're very in, I've been told. Uh, <laughs> it's like that, but on the front. So <laughs> that costs about the same, 10, 10 grand. Yeah. So are they getting a bargain? Is, is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> Do you know what? I asked, does it work? What a dumb question. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm going to move us along. He, it does not. And several patients die. And he's <gasps> sued for wrongful death. But he's such a hard worker, that his PR works faster than the trail of disaster behind him for a little while. So he puts out ads for this miracle cure, 
Which so are, he keeps going even though people are dying. Do Twitter didn't exist, he baby. He doesn't goes, switch it up. He goes for a couple decades. Like, <laughs> this is insane. That's way too long. How long? <laughs> yes. Is he still injecting um, their penises with, with the dye as well? No, I mean, I don't know if that was the equivalent of like, oh, you still want the old form of... <laughs> Virility. <laughs> yeah, we've got virility 2.0 now. Right. It's got a tiny camera. Um, <laughs> so, like, one of his most successful ads just shows this guy holding a baby, and they're like, the first goat baby has been born. Yeah. Oh. I mean, a look- goat baby would, like, a human hybrid goat baby would be adorable. <laughs> yeah. But it's, but it's still wrong. It's still guys, wrong. guys, I'd, um, I'd love that, kid. Standing up for that. <laughs> yeah, for the podcast listeners, I stood up like an absolute prick. <laughs> Slash legend. You Thank know, you very much. Female workplace. <laughs> With the red hat. You know, you know what they say. You can only put goat balls into people for so long before it catches yeah, up uh, with you. Two so decades. The, the Medical Association of California eventually come after John in Kansas because he goes and does this PR stunt there where a journalist says, yeah, put the, goat, put the goat balls in me, and if it works out well, I'll write an article about you. It doesn't work out well. <sighs> well wait, was the journalist a goat? Because it was probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> Double goat balls. <laughs> I don't know why the voice. I don't know. It could be like a video game. Yeah, it sounds like a trailer. Yeah. Um, But someone comes to John's defense and refuses to extradite him to California. Who would defend him? Uh, Ulysses S. Grant. (laughs) (laughs) Can't think of anyone else from... What what decade is this? Oh, actually, I think it's been two decades. We're in the 20s, That's just always a decent answer, though. I love that. Like, it's, like, statistically pretty, pretty... Was Was it Woody Woodrow? It was Woody Woodrow. Thank you for the people that listen to every episode. Because that's what I thought Woodrow Wilson's name was. (laughs) I thought he was called Woody Woodrow. I'm just going to have to speed us up. Tom is not on our side. Who was it? It was the governor of Kansas who says, John makes the state too much money. I'm not giving him up (gasps) to California. Is that Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I know about Kansas. You, if you haven't seen The Wizard of Oz, you're going to be so bored. (laughs) (laughs) This storyline was cut right out, and it's still <laughs> something that they talk about. In All right, yeah, we've got ten minutes. I know. <laughs> we, we very much need to be out by now. It's March. 1938. He's finally brought up on some charges, but the charges are, uh, spoiler, it's tax fraud. They do, like, an <gasps> Al Capone, but yeah. it's like... How is he making money for the state if he wasn't paying his taxes? I know, right? Al Capone. Tourism. <laughs> Come and see. You yeah. go. You get your balls done, all and then the you hotels. see every, all the sites. People came. Yeah. If it feels like he got away with this for too long, he did. But then the lawsuits just start piling in, and he dies of a series of heart attacks in 1942. And I'm not saying we should get excited about that, but we should get excited about. There's a movie in development by Richard Linklater, what? Oh! starring Robert Downey Jr. It's <laughs> as it's, the goat. It's. <laughs> I mean, he can play anything. It's very method. It's so method. It's untitled, but I hope it's called Balls to the Wall. To leaving goats alone! (laughs) Wow. We fit in all the best bits there. I think so. Now, it's time for a listener crime. And guess what? Somebody called Tim Langston got in touch 
because he wanted to give his wife, Jenny, a Christmas slash first anniversary gift. So hopefully she's made it here and has a listener cry for us. Jenny Parker Langston, are you Is here? here? Do you want to, are you happy to come up? Merry, yes, Jenny! Merry Christmas anniversary. Oh, I love the best part was Jenny. He kept emailing. He's like, well, I bought her a ticket. I'm like, well, is she going to be alone? Like, that's not a brilliant <laughs> gift. She loves you guys. I don't really understand you. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, tell us your crime. Oh, oh um, Okay. And happy. Um, is this your first anniversary? Is it going to be your no, last? No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Boxing Day. He's like, he's oh. so nice. He does all this like mad stuff all the time. Oh, like, oh, I love this thing. So here's a ticket. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I love it. He did it with Fleet and Mac. It was very cute. Oh. Uh, crime. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, I got it. He I gave got, the I gift got... of nerves. <laughs> no, I'm feeling very stressed. Okay, so me and some friends from university, we went traveling in Italy. And my friend was like really weird about her washing and kept. (laughs) (laughs) And she she kept her pants in a separate bag from the rest of her washing. Okay. Uh, So so she would have this little pant bag and then the other bag. And um, and then one day we were in this like dorm room because we were poor and we couldn't afford like private rooms. And somebody had stolen the small bag. Oh no! Bag of pants, oh, bag of pants. (laughs) So it was a little mesh wash bag of pants. Yeah, it was it was grim. Oh dear. God, that's just so. Who are the suspects? Uh, Well, it was like a fifteen-person dorm room. Oh boy, we're gonna tear this wide open in two minutes or less. (laughs) I know. I mean, there was a girl who was like really weird and just kept like lying facing the wall. I think she was going through something in an Italian hostel. Was that that you? (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. We're a family. That woman does not need pants. That's not what you do when you're at the wall. Trust me. Tears with pants. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think that was it. And then there was, I think there was a creepy man who worked on the desk. Who, who, uh, was it who could it have been? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it the reclusive woman or the creepy man? <laughs> also, can I just say, like, obviously that's really creepy and invasive to have your pants stolen, but it's also really fucking annoying <laughs> to have your fucking pants stolen to go yep. buy more pants. In another country, yeah. and it's always weird in another country. You don't know where they keep their pants. It's all sizes, shapes. Also, the fact that she kept them in a separate bag makes me think she shit every one of them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Pop, pop it in your normal laundry. But if you've if you've got a few skiddies, we've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> On holiday in Italy. It's always good to bring ten spare pairs for a two-day trip. <laughs> yes. Do you know what? You get life hacks here as well, guys. So you're welcome. I mean, it's a mesh bag. I'm not sure that's going to protect. Oh yeah, the rest no. Of the the, the smell gets out. Katie, what do you reckon? Was it an? A, who took the pants? Was <laughs> it? Oh, just one question. Was it an all-female dorm? It was. Okay. Ooh. It changes everything. Creepy guy on the desk. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. Women can be perverts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's Hashtag feminist oh, women too. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, no. 
Oh, everybody has better pants than me. I would love to steal your pants if uh, only they'd oh, yeah. fit my ass. Guys, no, but they, they, these pants did were anyone, covered in shit. Did anyone... <laughs> like, whoever, whoever was the most online and industrious-seeming did it and sold them for a profit. Ooh. Oh, what, like, um, like they did in Orange is the New Black? Yes, yes. like they did in Orange is the yes. New Black. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was, well, it was a long time ago because I'm quite old, so <laughs> it, I don't know if we really had the internet. Oh, so okay. Did she buy more pants or did she, did, did she just go? Yes, we spent a lot of time, as you say, yeah, looking for Yeah. <laughs> okay, it, if bad. there was no internet, it was, but we're back to the man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the creepy guy, right? But well, oh. we solved it! We solved it. Jenny, thank you! <laughs> You're so welcome, thank you! That's been Jenny! just enough time to ask Eleanor, what have you got going on? How can we find you? What are you doing? Um, to be honest, uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I got a bunch of stuff coming up next year that isn't like finalized, so I can't really advertise it yet. But I'm doing stuff next year. So can you, yeah. can you give us a clue? Is it telly? Is it um, tour? I, is no, it? No, it's, no, well, yeah, it's all that. Like, wh Why not? Why not? Um, okay. <laughs> I got a radio show coming up in April, but we have, we're still working on that. Um, but and then I'm but I'm gonna go, from next week I'm gonna just sleep for okay. the whole of Christmas. Um, but you can find all my stuff. I make silly videos online. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram and all those places. If you have cool. not watched Eleanor Morton's videos, you oh. need to follow her on what is it called? Tick to the top. Tick tock. <laughs> No, I put I put them on um I put them on all, all the platforms so everyone. She of every puts them on the old lady platform, so them, I've yeah. seen them and I quite enjoy them. <laughs> She's fucking brilliant. You need to watch her videos. Thank Sorry you. to jump in no, on your No, thank you. Yay. Thank you for having me. It's been so fun. Oh, oh. so once again for Eleanor Morton. Drunk Women Solving Crime. We have lots coming up in 2022, so check us out. We'll see you again next year. Thank you so much for your support and, and Merry for your Christmas. Yeah. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.